This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the world's science fiction and fantasy weekly anthology, Wednesday Wonders, hosted by Lothar Tuppen. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. This is a presentation from Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. Previously on Robots of the Company. Well, I guess that's the last we'll see of them. That is, if we're lucky. Yes, but we're still stuck on this godforsaken planet. At least we're finally free of that Captain Jammer once and for all. No more crazies to deal with. Just the way I like it. No more crazies? But what about Dr. Grease Monkey? <laughs> I laugh at that overblown, trumped-up imbecile. <laughs> Why, if he were here, I... Um, stinks. I'd tell her just where to get off. He, uh, she, uh, whatever it is, can kiss my pointy metal butt. <laughs> oh, I can't. Can I? <laughs> Dr. Grease Monkey, sir. Er, um, uh, madame. Er, um, uh, sir. I mean, uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, please don't kill me. Oh, don't worry. I don't plan to kill you, Mr. Sphinx. That is very kind of you. Thank you so much. No. What I have in mind for you bots is much, much worse than death. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go again. And now, the exciting continuation. Oh boy, this is just too much. First Captain Jammer and Commander Duke come back to haunt us, and now Dr. Grease Monkey. Silence! You were only speaking when spoken to. Sorry. What did I just tell you? Only speak when spoken to. Oh, uh, sorry about that. Yeah! All right. Let's try a different tactic. Either shut up or die. Good. I am glad my point is getting across. Now, where was I? Oh, yes. That was odd. It was as if she, uh, um, uh, he disappeared. What do you suppose happened, Captain Punch? Well, I don't know, Zentron. I, uh... It was only holographic projection, Captain. Huh? Well, it seems Dr. Grease Monkey was simply projecting her or himself with the use of hollow emitters that he or she had secretly installed here in the forest. Odd that he or she would go to such lengths to fool us, but fascinating all the same. But what happened to Grease Monkey's image? I simply unplugged the hollow emitters from their power source. Oh, well, good thinking, Boffin. Now that that's taken care of, I suggest we get back to work trying to repair the Titan One. But, 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 Captain, I, I seriously doubt that will dissuade Dr. Grease Monkey from... Just never mind, Bot. Dr. Grease Monkey has been dealt with, and now we can get back to work. Now come on. Uh, but, but, uh, 
but... It's Simply Robots of the Company, episode number 411, Monkey Business, written by Vince Staten and Jonathan Patrick Russell. Ouch! Watch what you're doing with that laser cutter, Buffin, you old clumsy buffoon. Oops, I'm sorry, Simtron. I'm attempting an intricate micro-adjustment of the flange deconverters, and your head just got in the way. Whoops. <laughs> Did it again. Sorry. Well, at least your head isn't in the way anymore. Don't worry, though. I'll soon have you back together again. You stupid, clumsy, blundering idiot! Calm down, Zimtron. It was merely an accidental decapitation. Don't lose your head over it. Oh, very funny. Zimtron, stop kicking me. Stop it. Oh, stop it. Remind me, Kika, which wire leads to the dangerously unstable explosive fuel tanks and which wire leads to the coffee machine? Haven't a clue, Sphinx. Sorry. But thinking about it, coffee is usually brown, so logically... The brown wire... Should lead to the coffee machine. Good thinking. So you think I should cut the brown wire? Gotta be worth a try. Go for it, Sphinx. Fire in the hole! Can we get a bot medic in here, please? Sphinx is on fire! Merde! Comprends bien tu parles à un con. Cool it, Sphinx. For an ice pick, you're remarkably hot-headed. Hey, that gives me an idea. There you go. I've saved you. And believe me, Kika, I'll thank you later. Properly. Just look at that, computer. The rebuilding of the Titan One. My crew working together in perfect harmony. You imbecile. Sorry again. I hate you. Helping each other as they toil away without a single complaint. It warms my heart, computer. Fills me with pride. Really, Captain? Fills me with grin and nausea. I certainly have a traitor in our midst. Some bot is feeding information to Dr. Grease Monkey. I'm sure of it. I can feel it in my paranoia circuits. They're tingling. I didn't know you had paranoia circuitry. I thought only GD had that. Look, just relax, computer. We're under no threat from Dr. Grease Monkey. Nothing can penetrate the remarkable machine Boffin constructed. The anti-evil supervillain force field generator? That's the one. As long as that machine is kept switched on, we're safe. And of course, since anything Boffin builds is fundamentally unsafe and alarmingly temperamental, the machine needs to be watched constantly and from a safe distance. Who's keeping watch over it? Briscoe. Briscoe? You left Briscoe in charge of a fundamentally unsafe and alarmingly temperamental, but nonetheless essential for our continued safety from attack by Dr. Grease Monkey, anti-evil supervillain force field generator? Well, yes, of course. Briscoe is capable. Capable of cleaning the sink, maybe. I mean, if you had children, and I realize how unlikely and extremely undesirable that is. Hey! If you did, just for the sake of argument, Captain... Would you leave Briscoe in charge, trusting him to keep them safe and in one piece? I mean, really? Is he really that capable? Well, uh, yes, I I think so. Uh, 
I can see why you'd have a few concerns about that, though. Maybe we should check on Briscoe, just to be sure. You think? We should make sure the anti-evil supervillain force field generator is working properly, and that we're protected from attacks from Dr. Grease Monkey. Shouldn't we? Yes! Hallelujah, someone listen to me for once in my lifetime! Okay. That feeling of dread and paranoia and a tingling in your paranoia circuits? Now I've got that too. Germanium 1N34A diode, check. Alligator jump leads, check. And working snappily. <laughs> Enamel coated magnetic wire, check. And all this other stuff looks zippity doo to me, too. Yep, the machine is in perfect condition and all is well. Briscoe. Briscoe. Hey, Putch. Hey, computer. Great to see you on your feet at last. Boy, what a great day it's turning out to be after all. I'm so happy to see you guys. I've been stuck out here all day and it's been feeling pretty lonely. Yeah? Tough break. My heart aches for you, Briscoe. Really? I'm choking up here. Cut it out, computer. Briscoe, we have to ask you something very, very, very important. Okay? Sure thing, boss. Briscoe, have you been keeping a close eye on that machine? I sure have, boss dude. I have it let it out of my sight all day. In fact, I just completed a full check of the machine and I can assure you that it's in perfect working order. It is? That's excellent news, Briscoe. Simply terrific. See, I know we could count on him, computer. Yeah, it's really amazing. I mean, I mean, it really is. Good job, Briscoe. We were worried there for a few minutes, but you haven't let us down. We're safe from attack from Dr. Grease Monkey. I can't believe I have to say this, but... Well done! Thanks, guys! Hey, I was wondering, can I switch this thing on now? What? What? Holy Santacon, are you telling us that the machine is turned off? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's been off all day. But I'll switch it on now, if that's okay. Switch it on? Switch it on! If I had a heart, it would have exploded by now. Yes, you can turn the damn machine on! Oh, goody! Zippity-doo! We now return to... As the Galaxy Drifts, this week's exciting episode, Annihilation of the Robots. Wait a minute. Let me see if I can figure this out. Briscoe, you've been keeping guard over a radio? Well, yeah, Captain. <laughs> I brought it with me for company, but I didn't want to switch it on until I had permission. I feel sick. But what about the anti-evil supervillain force field generator? Oh, the other machine. Ha! <laughs> That malfunctioned a while ago, Punch. It stopped working. Is it important? Is it important? Briscoe, let me put it this way. We're screwed. And if that isn't clear enough for you, just let me add, we're all going to die! Bots may be wondering why I've gathered you all here together. Nope. Couldn't care less, frankly. We oui. get on with it. Come on, guys. Won't you listen to me for once? Give us one good reason why we should, Captain. We. Oui. 
everything you ever have to say leaves my sound receptors with a loud, annoying ring resonating around them. So I've decided that listening to you is a really bad idea, Mon Capitain. Let me handle this one, Skinner. All right, you guys, listen carefully, as this is a matter of life and death which affects every one of you. It seems we may all be in imminent danger of attack from Dr. Grease Monkey. When I say may, what I really mean to say is certainly, definitely, absolutely, and no doubt about it whatsoever, we're doomed. Have you anything else to add, Captain? As a matter of fact, I do, computer. A certain bot, and I mention no names, was charged with looking after the anti-evil supervillain force field generator. And he screwed up big time. But let's not focus on blame at the moment. It could have happened to anyone. He's talking about Briscoe, of course. Computer, I wasn't going to mention any names. I think they have a right to know. He is right, Mon Capitan. Thanks for sending us to our doom, Briscoe, you motorized moron. I hate to say this, Briscoe, my boy, but way to go, Bolthead. That machine was foolproof, Briscoe. It was meant to be Dr. Grease Monkey proof. I should have made it Briscoe proof. Sorry to have to say this, Briscoe, but you really have blown it this time. Briscoe, you've sent us all to our certain deaths. I hope you're happy. Oh, Briscoe, you're such a hopeless fool. What did I ever see in you? Oh, Briscoe, I'd like to say that it was really nice knowing you, but since you've just likely got me killed, I'd have to say I'd be lying. Sorry. Gee, I'm really sorry, guys. I never meant to let you down. But I know when I'm not wanted. And I can't blame you guys, so I think I'll just go away for a while. Yes, that's probably for the best, Briscoe. Good riddance to bad rubbish. What can I say, Briscoe, but... It was nice knowing you. Well, thanks for being so understanding, guys. Let Briscoe through now. He wants to be on his own, and I can't say as I blame him. Poor little fella. I really feel sorry for him. What's that noise? Yes. That's what I was just wondering. It, it sounds like something very big and, and very dangerous. I, I, I'm scared. But of course you're scared. You're French. Oh boy, it's Dr. Grease Monkey again. Any chance it's a hologram this time, Boffin? No, oh, sorry, Captain. Uh, I do believe it's the real thing. Damn. Dr. Grease Monkey's inside some kind of gigantic machine. A gigantic machine that looks like a huge metal ape. It's a metal monster monkey. A scary silver simian. An aggressive artificial ape. Yeah, yeah, I think everybody's got the picture. The question is, what does he want with us? Robots at the company. Praise 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 the company. Does that have to happen every time? It's ruined the moment. And don't think for one moment that I've forgotten that you unplugged my hollow images earlier. Bah! I'll start again. 
Robots of the... You know what? Prepare to meet your doom! <laughs> Some totally unrelated events were taking place. Come along, you two. It's time. What? Now? What? Why can't it wait a bit longer? Maybe... maybe another day? Maybe another month? Another year, for that matter? I'm sorry, sirs. Must come with me. This is all your fault, you know. My fault? How is this my fault? I was content just being a bumbling sidekick on a low-rated radio show. You were the one who wanted to topple an empire. You get this sudden itch to, to care. And look where it gets us. Almost a year in prison, and now we're being led off to be executed. Well, someone had to do something. We're not heroes. We're not even important. We're the bots who explain the story so far. And we're not even that anymore. We're little more than guest stars, plot points in a pointless story. We're scapegoats, do you hear me? We're pawns in someone else's game. We're... we're... Oh, will you just shut up? And why should I? I'm being let off now to be executed for crimes against the company. Praise the company. And you want me to shut up? You know, if we weren't attached, I'd... I'd... You'd what? I'd... I'd weld your optical senses together and... And then I'd run as far away from you as I could. Well, that would suit me just fine. Oh, you'd like that, wouldn't you? Yes, I would, as a matter of fact. Uh, 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 sirs... Have you anything to say before sentence is carried out? Yes. Everything I just said before. When we were being led here to this boiling vat of metal melting acid and this... Yes? Well, don't keep us all in suspense. I want my mommy. Oh, for crying out loud. of the company, praise the yada yada yada, have been captured by the evil Dr. Grease Monkey and are inside a dank, gloomy prison cell with no hope of escape. Well, this is another fine mess you've gotten us into, Captain Punch. Me? What? How is this my fault? I think you better explain yourself, Zimtron. Well, we have to blame someone. And Briscoe's not here with us, so... Zimtron? Yes, Captain? Shut up! Now, we're all trapped in some kind of cell. Sorry to interrupt, Captain. 
Actually, no, I'm not really sorry. I love interrupting you. I mean, I live for it. Just the look on your pathetic fat face. <laughs> Computer. Anyway, I, I digress. Just cut to the chase here. I've had suspicions for quite some time that someone has been working for Dr. Grease Monkey. And now those suspicions are confirmed. You dismissed my concerns as delusional paranoia, but I was right. I was right all along. And now all of you have to admit it. Our amazingly brilliant computer was right all along, is what you should say. Why don't we ever listen to the computer? He's brilliant and he's always right. So I'll just wait here and engage my smug circuitry and wait for you all to repeat exactly what I just said. As I was saying, we're all trapped in some kind of cell. Boffin, any ideas how we can escape? Oh, just ignore me then. Go ahead! We are Boffin, ideas, escape? Well, Captain, the lock seems as if it could be picked. If that's any help. Brilliant. Sphinx, you're a nice pick. Have a go at unlocking the cell door and get us all out of here. Sphinx? Sphinx, where are you? Anybody seen Sphinx? He's not here. You want to know why he's not here? Yeah, yeah, I know. You're all in ignore mode. So I'll just tell you anyway, shall I? He's not here because he's been working for Dr. Grease Monkey all along. That's what I've been trying to tell you. But did anyone listen? No, of course not! All right, all right, we get it. You were right all along, computer. Damn, happy? Um, you, you know what? I think I might be, for once. Right. Let me just see if I can take this in. Nope, it just isn't sinking in. Sphinx, working for Dr. Grease Monkey? Are you sure? Do I have to draw you a diagram? We just went over this, and you said I was right all along. You can't have it both ways, Captain. But he's one of my crew. He's been with me ever since the beginning. True, he always was annoyingly untrustworthy, incompetent, sarcastic, and lazy. But that's true of all you guys. I can't believe Sphinx sold us out. So, we're back to not believing me then. Typical. So much for my good day. Greetings, mon ami. It is I, the turncoat Icepick Sphinx, communicating to you via Dr. Grease Monkey's intercom. Sphinx, why have you betrayed us? One, mon capitaine, one, and lots of it. <laughs> okay, if it means I'll get an answer from you, I'll whine. Oh, Sphinx, please, please tell us why you sold us out to the evil Dr. Grease Monkey. No, you idiot. I mean, wine, plunk, vino, nectar from the gods, an alcoholic beverage made from grapes, and various other artificial fruity flavors. Dr. Grease Monkey has promised me a vineyard so that I may make my own wine and drink as much of it as I like whenever I want. That is why I have betrayed you. That, and because I am French, of course. Sphinx, you're out of your tiny French positronic brain. No, mon ami. I am not out of my tiny French positronic brain, but I shall be when I drink my fill of wine. <laughs> but now, I must hand you over to Dr. Grease Monkey, who has a few words for you. Take it away, Doc Monk. Thank you, Sphinx. Hello, this is your arch nemesis, Dr. Grease Monkey speaking. And I just wanted to say, 
you're all going to die in extremely horrible and excruciatingly painful ways. <laughs> that came out okay, didn't it? Because I don't think I can do it again. <clears throat> that evil laugh really does a number on my speech circuits. You need to warm up for it. <coughs> la 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 Red leather, yellow leather, yellow leather, red leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather. What do you mean I'm still on? Oh, for the love. He's madder than a Mad Hatter's tea party held in an insane asylum populated by Mad Hatters. Has Sphinx really sold out to the enemy? What's happened to poor Briscoe? Were the Expositrons really getting an extra 10%? Will GD receive any acknowledgement at all that he's a paranoid smartass with an infuriating habit of being right? And is this really the end for the robots of the... you know what? Tune in next time for the next exciting episode! You, yes you, have been listening to Robots of the Company, episode number 411, Monkey Business, written by Vince Dayton and Jonathan Patrick Russell, which starred in order of appearance, Putch, Joe Thomas, Simtron, Jeff Niles, Sphinx, Jim Barber, Dr. Grease Monkey, Sally Wiggett, Bothan, Shane Harris, Kika, Danny Cutler, The Computer, Steve Anderson, and Briscoe, Kyle Boars. Boy, do I feel sorry for that little guy. The radio narrator, Jeff Niles. Payload, Dave Weaver. Trevor, David Alt. Shinwipe, K. Woo. The guard, Jonathan Patrick Russell. Expositron 1, Jim Barber. And Expositron 2, Ellie Hirschman. The Robots of the Company theme tune was composed and performed by Daryl Looney. The incidental music was provided by Kevin McLeod, with additional material provided by Stevie K. Farnaby. The associate producer was Vince the Maestro Staden. The post-production editor was Jeff the Man Niles. The sound designer, script editor, executive producer, and director was Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series Robots of the Company was created by that guy, Jonathan Patrick Russell. And the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the express written permission of Dream Realm Enterprises really <laughs> Yada yada yada. Yes, I'm tired of saying it. We interrupt our regularly scheduled credits to bring you this update. We now come to you from DreamRealmSite.com. So join us there on the web from now on. That is all. Now back to your regularly scheduled credits. Take it away, me. I'm not even going to ask you to email us at darkbuilding1 at yahoo.com. Nope, not going to do it. We were monkeying around during the making of this audiogram. So join us next week as things heat up for the robots of the company in an episode we like to call Escape from Grease Monkey Mountain. Until then, bring your own hankies, because I'm the Creditor. Better me than you. This has been a production of Dream Realm Enterprises. Copyright 2008. All rights reserved. This is Jack Ward from the Mutual Audio Network, and from all of us here, the entire United Artists of Audio, I want to thank everyone who has supported us. Listeners and producers, writers and actors, musicians and graphic artists who make audio drama and audio fiction. You inspire us all. And thanks for making a home here on Mutual 
where we listen and imagine together.